A very warm welcome to St Paul's for this, our service of Evensong, and a particularly warm welcome to members of the Angola, London and Mozambique Association who are joining us for this service as we celebrate, give thanks and pray for our Christians across Southern Africa as well as in this country in our fellowship together in the Gospel. Some words from Psalm 67. Let the people praise thee, O God. Yea, let all the people praise thee. O let the nations rejoice and be glad. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.
Here begins the 24th verse of the 36th chapter of the prophecy of Ezekiel. The Lord said, I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your uncleannesses and from all your idols I will cleanse you. A new heart I will give you and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove from your body the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and make you follow my statutes and be careful to observe my ordinances. Then you shall live in the land that I gave to your ancestors and you shall be my people and I will be your God. Here ends the first lesson.
Here begins the third chapter of the Gospel according to John. There was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? Jesus answered him, are you a teacher of Israel? and yet you do not understand these things. Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I have told you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Here ends the second lesson.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the Queen. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And draw thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. Because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who has prepared for them that love thee such good things as pass our understanding, pour into our hearts such love toward thee, that we, loving thee in all things and above all things, may obtain thy promises, which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. 
Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ.
May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. My dear friends, today is Alma Sunday. It's a wonderful privilege to be in the Diocese of London with our links with Angola and Mozambique. And I do hope that today is a treasured part of your spiritual journey with Jesus Christ, recognising that we form part of the worldwide church together, where the Spirit is dancing right across the globe in all sorts of different ways. But of course, this year is slightly different under the shadow of COVID, a time where many of us are carrying out all sorts of reflections and all sorts of learning. So I wonder, where do you go for your learning? Some people, of course, will turn to newspapers or the radio or the internet. The trouble with these sorts of things is that we're likely to go to the sort of voices that we already know and already agree with. I wonder how this reinforces our already informed prejudices. So where might you go for new learning? Whom are you listening to for new learning? And as disciples of Jesus Christ, how do we live out our calling to have a learner's heart? Every day recognising there's new things that we can learn about Jesus and our walk with him. It's been a great privilege this evening to have John chapter 3, this wonderful encounter with Nicodemus and Jesus. The power dynamic going on in this particular reading I find fascinating. We are told that Nicodemus is a leader of the Jews. He walks by night to go and see Jesus. Night, of course, being the time for open debate, open conversation, and perhaps a time for people to exert their authority upon others about how well they know their subjects. Nicodemus, when he first walks in to see Jesus, pays some wonderful compliments. Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher who's come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. But of course, Jesus gives a wonderfully baffling answer. Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus is now intrigued as to that conversation. How could anyone be born after having grown old, he said? Can you enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Perhaps at this moment, Nicodemus is beginning to develop that learner's heart. Jesus answers, well, of course, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the spirit. What is born of flesh is flesh and what is born of the spirit is spirit. You must be born from above, he says. Nicodemus, of course, by this point is now completely baffled. He thought he was an equal with Jesus and now he realises that he has become the learner. He has become the pupil. He now doesn't understand what Jesus has been sharing. So how can these things be, Nicodemus says. Jesus then rubs the salt into the wound a bit by saying, you're a teacher of Israel and yet you don't understand these things. What an extraordinary put down for this leader of the Jews. But then Jesus spends the next few verses really explaining something of what he came to be and do. But he does it, of course, in a way which speaks down to Nicodemus. We speak of what we know and testify to what we've seen. How true is that as we think and reflect in terms of our own unconscious bias with our inability to take on new learning? 
I've told you about earthly things, Jesus says, and you don't believe. So how are you going to believe about heavenly things when I share these with you? But then Jesus makes it extraordinarily clear that God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Suddenly, Jesus speaks with a wonderful sense of clarity that even Nicodemus, who's now probably feeling pretty small, understands. It's a teaching, of course, that Nicodemus will have held deeply to his heart and it would have inspired him to be there at the moment of Jesus' crucifixion and being laid in the tomb the next time we see Nicodemus in the Gospels. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life that indeed the world might be saved through him. The teacher becomes the pupil, a learner. Nicodemus, by the end of this reading, has developed a learner's heart. He has new things to learn, and it's painful in the process. So I wonder, let me ask you again, how do you learn? To whom do you listen to? Who are the cries that you listen to? Whose hearts are opened before you? Whose stories do you actually properly listen to, not just glance over? Perhaps it is the cries of Black Lives Matter. Perhaps there's something here of our importance of learning from the global majority. Alma, of course, the Angola-London-Mozambique Association in Portuguese means soul. So what feeds your soul? Where are you learning? in your soul, perhaps, what it means to be the church. A church which is confronted by uncomfortable learning. A church which globally is responding to COVID, but also cyclones, as we know, in Angola and Mozambique, particularly the Mozambique cyclones, Idai and Kenneth. But there's also yellow fever, malaria, HIV and AIDS. That's coupled with the inequalities about global wealth. I wonder, where are you learning? And how does this inspire your actions? How does this teach us to be Christians who are lifelong learners? So inspired by this reading with Nicodemus, inspired by the teaching of Jesus, inspired by the voices of Christians in Angola and Mozambique. I wonder, where do you go for your learning? Let us pray. We pray for Christ's church throughout the world. And within the Anglican Communion, we pray for the Episcopal Church in the Philippines. Joel Peschau, their prime bishop, the Diocese of Skara in Sweden, and Bishop Ake Bonnier, alongside the Diocese of London's companion link partners in the Anglican Church of Angola and Mozambique, on this, the 22nd anniversary of the Alma Covenant. We pray for Bishop André Suarez and the clergy and people of Angola, and for those in Mozambique, especially the ministries of Bishop Carlos Mazzini in Lubombo Diocese, Bishop Vicente Masosa in Nyasa Diocese and Bishop Manuel Ernesto 
in the new missionary diocese of Nampula. In our own diocese, we prayed for the Capital Vision 2020 ambassadors, for manual workers, for the Chelsea Deanery, Reverend Jenny Walsh, Area Dean, Mark Balkar, Lay Chairman, and Ade Adibajo, Secretary of Deanery Synod, and for the work of Joe Sitwell, Area Bishop's Visitor. We remember the 53 London parishes and schools whose witness and worship has been enriched through their links with churches in Angola and Mozambique. We pray for all affected by the COVID-19 pandemic across our world, for national leaders, for health services, for scientists and researchers, for community health workers, remembering the ill, the isolated, the fearful, the vulnerable, and those at the close of life. Creator God, you made us all in your image. May we discern you in all that we see and serve you in all that we do through Jesus Christ our Lord. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. <laughs>